Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts. Saving your day from boredom with the best podcasting entertainment. What's up, what's up? Real MVPs, Ricky Widmer here, along with fellow man-child, Johnny Carlick. I think you got your Lions crossed. And it is great to be back. No Lions crossed here, as this is my first time back in the studio. We're recording these out of order, by the way, of how they're going to go up on YouTube. So this wasn't the first thing we recorded, but it's going to be the first thing you see. So voila, I am back. I am back from Las Vegas in California. Johnny, I don't think if you realize, because you work outside every day and yeah. naturally get sunlight, um, I got a little bit of color. Uh, be honest, no, I did. I got a little bit, a little teeny bit. I was out for most of the day on uh, Sunday. Do I see color? Yeah, I, I know you do. Whoa, that's some color. As <laughs> mine is still. Oh, I guess I could have done that, but no, no, pasty, pasty white up here. I forgot. I roll my sleeves up at work, so that doesn't work here. Yeah, it does not. Does not. You're getting, do that. Yeah, you're getting a little bit of color more than me, but I got a little bit in my face. Top of my head, I just a did. I work of, outside, uh, so a little bit of burnt. Um, but we are you got back. burnt on your head. I did. How the fuck does that happen? Because I'm balding. Oh, not as bad as Sean. Your but hair. I'm you have the thin hair. Naturally, I don't know. It's the first time I've ever burnt on my head. Oh, I weird. think it's mainly because I've got a like a bald patch, mm. and I think that's what burnt. Okay, because I was gonna say <coughs> I never get burnt on my scalp. Even if my hair because your hair covers it, my hair covers it. But also, I actually have naturally thicker hair. Yeah, I've got thick Thanks, hair too. Mom. It's just like, Not I mean, I've got a spot up here. I got four hymns. Got a got to sponsor us so that I can go ahead and use it. Um, but we are back giving reviews this week. Is the Lion King came out to uh, some kind of mixed reviews, Johnny? Where some people liked it, some people didn't like it. Um, if we're going to go off of Rotten Tomatoes, which, I mean, can you judge Rotten Tomatoes? I mean, sometimes you can, sometimes you can't. I mean, what, Paddington 2 got a 100 on the tomato meter? 100% um, for Paddington 2. The audience for Lion King was an 89%. The tomato meter was a 54%. So audience and critics are both kind of on different sides of the fences. We are going to start non-spoilery, but... Like one of the reviews I watched, they said, is there really a spoiler section for this? Because it's The Lion King. If you haven't seen The Lion King, what's the matter with you? What's the matter with me? What's the matter with you? Um, To quote Timon from uh, the original Lion King for sure. But we will start in non-spoiler mode. Johnny, what were your just thoughts of this and who is this meant for? It hit all the childhood. It hit my childhood. (laughs) Hit the bullet points? Yeah, it hit the bullet points. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's the most honestly, like you and I talked about afterwards in the yeah. car. What I want out of any of these Disney movies mm-hmm. hit the bullet points. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll ask you that because that's a conversation I wanted to get to. And like we can kind of answer this question as we go into spoiler mode. Yeah, I didn't think non spoiler mode 
would be something long in this. Before we do, by the way, patreon.com backslash podcast Help support us. I forgot to give that little bit of applause, so I did link down below in the description. The question I had for you, and this goes for everyone as well watching, when you watch these Disney remakes, so a Dumbo, an Aladdin, a Little Mermaid who's coming out, a Mulan that's going to come out, are you looking for shot-for-shot remake, I want to see what I saw as a child but better, or do you want them to take liberties, cut something, add something? What do you look for personally for you when it comes to a remake in general, but more importantly, these so, Disney remakes? Technically, what the two sides you described, I'm like right down the middle. I want... Oh, I think uh, It sounded like you turned both of ours off for a second. Oh, did I? My headphones sounded like they went off. Anyways, mm-hmm. um, my main thing is I want... Um, Bullet points. I want the bullet point, like, mm-hmm. the most iconic parts you think of from that movie. That's what I want. Mm-hmm. Um, the beginning intro. You have to hit that. I mean, did it have to be, does it have to be, like, stop for stop? Not necessarily. Yeah. But you have to hit the bullet point. You have to, like, hit the nail on the head of giving me the idea of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, this Like, that includes the ceremony of Pride Rock. You have to hit the, wa- like, the fact the watering hole and let's just be king. You have to hit... Like this one, like I can keep going along and along, and mm-hmm. but I think if you watch The Lion King as a kid, you know what bullet points I'm going to be hitting at. It's the same with Aladdin. Yeah. If they had the bullet points of like inter- the Cave of Wonders, the genie, um, and like even like the genie has his own certain bullet points mm-hmm. that uh, I like what they did. Hey, you hit the bullet point, but Will Smith did it in the Will Smith style. Mm-hmm. I'm fine when you start taking liberties like that. Yeah, I'm gonna but s- hit all the bullet points. Unlike Dumbo. Where in, intro, like up until did they have any source material? The beginning <laughs> was fairly close, and what, then they mother kind of, of mine is probably the only bullet baby point of mine. They hit. Yeah, the only bullet point they had. I mean, they had like the like, I feel like the intro like, with the like additional of the side story, which didn't bother You're me. You're right. They had a char- They had characters with similar names. That's about it. I didn't really like Dumbo, though. Well, let's put it I this way. was not a fan. Let me finish what I'm Go talking ahead. about. Go ahead. So from, like, beginning till, mm-hmm. like, uh, what is it? Um, Michael Keaton's character gets introduced. Fairly similar to the, the source material. The Walt Disney of the movie, basically. Yeah, the Walt Disney. Of the the <laughs> evil Walt Disney of yeah. the movie. Go from, like, that until you introduce him. It's fairly similar i mean they added some more detail parts that weren't there and there's liberties mm-hmm. that i was fine with like making that little side story with the uh horse rider yeah. well my whole thing and is... then oh let go me ahead. real quick go ahead. this is just real quick they hit that it mm-hmm. went off the rails of like the source material yeah with me I, i'm kind of in agreement with you mm-hmm. but i'm a little bit not where for me I don't mind, like, yeah, I agree with you when it's like there's bullet points that you have to hit. And if I'm looking at The Lion King, that's one thing that, like, if I'm looking at the mountain that you have to climb to make a great remake, that's one bullet point, like, one thing on the mountain is that I feel like with The Lion King and how great, not great its story is, because that's kind of a... A, a subjective thing. Like, not everyone's going to think it's great. But yeah. because of how influential that story is, 
there's a ton of bullet points to where if you would have left out something, somebody would have gotten mad. Like, there are so many things in this story to where it's like, we can't cut this. And the example that I'm kind of thinking of is, like, think of Aladdin. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, yes, they kind of changed it, but they left out the Prince Ali reprise. That's true. Like, they left that out. It didn't really, like, was I upset? Yeah, I thought it was really cool. Didn't take anything away from the movie, though. Yeah. Because it wasn't a huge bullet point. We're like, in The Lion King, yeah, I feel like there's many more of those where it's like, hey, if we change this, touch this, that's a big bullet point that people look for. Um, and the one that I kind of think of, this is the first one I want to start with for me. Because for me... Is it spoilery? Well, we're, we're in spoiler mode. Are so we? right now I will say it, we're in spoiler mode. I was going to say, because we didn't say yeah. we're in spoiler at all. I'm going to say it right now. So if you haven't seen the Lion King remake, you want to go ahead and pause it. Like this one, this movie doesn't have like a huge non-spoiler mode because. Yeah. I mean, you should know what's going on. If you've seen the animated series or the animated movie, you know what happens. Like you, you know what happens in the Lion King. Mm -hmm. Like nothing is new plot wise. Nothing should be new in this movie. Um, it's not like in Aladdin. It wouldn't be a Rick and Johnny podcast if uh, we didn't have the bing um, from Johnny over there. But I mean, it's not like Aladdin where it's like, oh, they added the Naomi Scott song, which, yeah. hey, I don't want to spoil that. I want you to have the same reaction that I did. Um, so we're in spoiler mode. So the first thing I want to kind of go in with this question to lead into is like, be prepared. Yes. And to me... You and I are on different sides of this. You, I saw you in the theater, were all giddy. I was just happy to get it. You were giddy. You were happy. You enjoyed it. Me, on the other hand. One of my favorite Disney villain songs. I was happy that we even got it because I was disappointed mm -hmm. when I thought we weren't even going to get it. Me as well. Like, it is, be prepared is possibly, I would have to think about it, like, eventually I would love to do a podcast where we talk about Disney villain songs. Um, and I know Brandon would love to be in on that because he loves Disney as well. Um, I've actually talked to him about it if we ever do that. Mm-hmm. And Be Prepared will be up there for me in my top three. It's got to be. It could possibly be number one if I'm just kind of like it's definitely not up thinking there. about it. And for me, hearing what they did with it, my first reaction was uh, you, I would have been happier just cutting it. And – The reason why I say that is they were treading a tricky line. And the reason why they did what, like, I understand why they did what they did. Mm -hmm. I don't agree with, like, it's not that I don't agree with it. It's that because of the line they were walking, I would have just left it out entirely. Or just made it, like, made Scar have a speech that he says be prepared. Because... The whole reason why, after thinking about it, that because I listened to Be Prepared again last night, and if they would have done the full Be Prepared song in this movie, it would not have fit. And the no, reason why it, it didn't fit Scar's character. Well, no, not that. To me, it doesn't fit the hyenas. That too. The hyenas are the main crux of this because in the original, 
the hyenas are duh, they're dumb. They don't dumb know anything. Dumb and goofier. Where in this one, they're a lot more smarter, a lot more cunning. They're not dumb animals in well, this one. The the main one isn't dumb, dumb and. I would even say the other two aren't as dumb as what Cheech and Chong had. That's true. The yeah, other, like it wasn't a. Cause was that Cheech and Chong? Yeah. So the original was Whoopi Goldberg and then Cheech and Chong. I didn't know that. Cheech Marinin and Chong, like Cheech Marinin, and then Chong was Ed. Oh, okay. Um, where in this one, you had I don't know her name off the top of my head, so I'm just gonna say Okoye, who was okay. the Whoopi Goldberg. Um, you had Keegan Mike and Keel was the Cheech. And then Eric Andre was the Chong, but I use air quotes because Eric Andre's hyena wasn't really stupid. His ad, it's just a little... Uh, he was just kind of like, his awareness wasn't there. Airheadish? Yeah, a little bit. Where it wasn't like a... Like, just laughing like, oh, all the time. I'm a and... brainless, dumb... Like, he yeah. had thoughts. Okay, you're right. They aren't as dumb as the other ones. And that's why in Be Prepared, you couldn't do the same thing because... Scar's whole thing is like in the song when they go, hey, what's the plan? What's it's like they didn't get it. Well, these hyenas would have gotten. Mm -hmm. So you couldn't even use a line like listen to teacher because, well, they don't need you to teach them. They're getting it like they get it kind of a thing. Um, So, like, I understand why it wouldn't have worked. But now that I know, like before I knew anything about the movie. I was pitch 4K. I'm mad that Be Prepared's not going to be in it. Now that I've seen the movie, I would have been, I wouldn't have been happy because I like the movie or I like the song. But I would have understand better if they would have just left the Be Prepared thing out because I felt See, like it was shoehorned in to not make people upset. That's what I felt. See, I didn't feel that way. Um, I'm on the opposite side of that. I am happy we got. And I'm happy we got it the way we did. The only thing mm. I didn't like about it, and I'll start with that, is um, I found it a little annoying, actually, the hyenas going, be prepared, be prepared in the background. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I would have loved it if they just kind of like had the music-ish background like they did. Take out that be prepared mm-hmm. being chanted over and over yeah. again. Um, and have him doing like a almost like a sing um, sing speech version like he did. Because it didn't fit Scar mm-hmm. in this movie, to, in my opinion, to do a full-on song. Like Jeremy Irons like did. Like Jeremy yeah. Irons did. Like, because this Scar, and you and I agreed in the car. He was more Shakespearean. Like, more Shakespearean, but more menacing. Yeah. He was more menacing than the Scar we got as Jeremy mm-hmm. Irons. So it's like, yeah, it doesn't fit him to full-out full sing. Kind of like we, we kind of talked about with, oh, um, uh, crap. What was it? Um, no, um, in, in Aladdin, why like the reprise? Jafar. It didn't fit Jafar to mm-hmm. sing a reprise. Well, it didn't fit, and that Jafar was different than the one we got in the original. Exactly. Like this Jafar wasn't at, like the Jafar in the original. Yeah, was more outgoing than the Jafar we got. Like that, I agree with. It was a different scar, so it didn't fit. What I would have done is I wouldn't have made it a. Speech piece, I would have just been like, hey, it's a speech, but behind that speech. Just had the music. Had like had music behind it, but have it almost be like an Easter egg thing. Like if you're really listening, you you'd get the thing of like, oh, 
Oh, let's be prepared. See, no, I, I hear that. I like the little. Um, I, I keep wanting to say sing song, but that's not right. It's a it speech a, piece. A speech, the sing speech, the sing speech. Yeah. I liked it because it was a little bit there, mm-hmm. and but it wasn't like, like I said, it didn't take away f- to me from the Scar character. Mm. It gave us like, okay, hey, we giving you a, here's your version of be prepared, but we don't want to take away too much from. Mm-hmm how menacing scar is and how backstabbingly scar is yeah and so i enjoyed having it like i said the only thing i didn't like was the hyenas chanting be prepared yeah and the thing i will say and this i am taking from one of the reviews Mm -hmm. that i watched usually i don't do this but like it's one of those where as i watched i'm like no we're, we're on the same wavelength here of like the opinion is you could have put anybody in the role of Scar, it's big shoes to fill. It like is. having, like it would be like like putting anyone else as Mufasa. John Favreau understand. Hey, we can't recast Mufasa. We have, and I've even seen some that have kind of criticized that because of like James Earl Jones being old. Um, and with that, it's more of like a I want to preserve. My childhood, like, Mm -hmm. I don't want a new rendition of Mufasa with an older James Earl Jones to lessen what I remember as a kid. To me, I didn't really get that. I like James Earl Jones' Mufasa. Um, But, like, Mordo, or I'm going to try to pronounce his name, um, Chiwetel um, Ojilofor. I hope I said that kind of right. Basically, Mordo from Doctor Strange. Yeah. He did a he did a good job to me as Scar, um, yeah. And I actually liked this rendition of Scar, even though it was different than the original. The one thing I did not like before I get into that, the last thing I'll say with the hyenas is I really dug Eric Andre's hyena. Yeah, where well the 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 duo yeah of them. like Keegan Mike and Keel was good. Um, Okoye was Okoye was pretty good at basically Sarabi, right? Oh, she was. I she mix, was Sarabi. I mixing her up with Penny Gerard then. Okay, wasn't well, no Sarabi is. Um, I sorry, I said the name. I have the name wrong. You want to give me the cast? Basically, Please. so I messed. I messed that up. That's a that's a on me thing. Um, so it is. Basically, Penny Johnson um, Gerard is um, Serafina, which I believe... No. No, I'm right. No. No, I'm, I had the names mixing, of the characters yeah, mixed up. Yeah, I'm mixing things up. It is a Koye. Um, Florence um, Kasumba, who is the Whoopi Goldberg hyena. I thought that was correct. Um, yeah, no, I just had the names of the characters mixed up. Like, she fit, she fit the Whoopi Goldberg because... Whoopi in the original, you could tell she was the leader, but like if you had a similar Shenzi is who I was yeah, thinking of. If you had a similar personality to Whoopi in this one, it wouldn't have too fit. goofy. It wouldn't have fit. Um, you needed someone super serious. Also, the thing that is probably confusing you is Keegan Michael Key and Eric Andre. The reason why I'm not saying they're hyena names mm-hmm. is they are different. Than the original. Because it's Kamari and ZZ yes. in this one. They changed them to more was African Adin, name. I think the other one had an Buns, African name. Benzai. 
Ben Zion Ed. Yeah, is so, the original. So they changed it to more Ed African, re, like real African names. Yeah, which um, down for fine. I'm just trying to keep confusion out of it. Um, but the one thing I will say I did not like, and I don't want to be super negative, but this is one that I will. Mm-hmm. I didn't like JD McCary uh, or JD McCary as oh, young yeah. Simba. It was like I said to you after we watched it, where. With the exceptions of when it was him and young Nala going back and forth. So I like the give and take that him and um, Shahadi Joseph or Shahadi Wright Joseph had together. Mm -hmm. I didn't like him on his own. And it was just something with the voice and how he was trying to play the character did it sound like didn't fit as young Simba? Sorry, I mean to interrupt. Go ahead. Did it sound like to you that like he watched the movie and tried too hard to be that Simba? I thought the opposite. Really, he tried too much to be his own Simba. Diff- like not his own, but like just some of the some of the ways he said things. I was like, that's not how Simba should say that. Like. I think he played too much into the cockiness okay. of young Simba. I mean, um, young, where, to be fair, young Simba in the other one was fairly cocky, yes, too. but I felt like he was overdoing it, okay. is what I'm saying. Where I will tip of the hat to uh, Shahadi Wright Joseph, because her Nala to me, young Nala, was good, but her acting has to be taken up a level that just by being on the screen and with another actor, if you make me like, like if I'm hating your performance and then she comes along and you guys have a scene together and I'm okay with your acting, that to me is like good job on her because she made you better Mm -hmm. kind of a thing. And that's how I felt through this of like young Simba on his own, not vibing with me when young Nala was in the picture all right, she's making him better. Maybe it was kind of like a, hey, I've got someone to play off of. Also, I will say this, and this is kind of me just spitballing here. JD being young Simba, I know it's not the same thing being like acting live on set with somebody, but when you're doing a scene with somebody in the recording studio, you can still see each other. You're just in your boxes. Mm Mm-hmm. It had to be a little intimidating doing scenes with James fucking Earl Jones of basically like, great. He basically wrote this book. He knows this book. He can come in here and do it in his sleep and I've got to match him. So like there's a part of me that's like I understand that, hey, it might have been a little nervous like to do that. But like that young Simba just didn't vibe with me from J.D. McCarry. It just didn't vibe with me. I don't yeah. know if you if there's anything that I mean. I he didn't hit me either way. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was terrible. You're just like but no opinion, no big opinion on mm-hmm. him, honestly. So I mean, yeah, that's kind of said something in itself where like he didn't really impress me, but he didn't. Like, I didn't hate him. Mm-hmm. So what about Zazu? Go ahead. I just I'm picking the next one. Um, I don't know. I thought you loved him, and I so did I. Abs- he was pro- he's one of my top three characters. What was cool though is, and this goes into the realism of the animals, mm-hmm. like them them going realistic. Yeah. I like that because like they put John Oliver 
But then, like, they had the bird twitch around like the bird would. It fits his personality. It fit the personality, yeah. yeah. John Oliver. He's kind of a twitchy guy. But, it, like, it kind of, like, crossover side to side. Like, mm-hmm. they made him, like, twitch at times where it would make sense in a conversation like that, too. Yeah. If, for some reason, a bird could actually talk to you. Yeah. And that's the one thing that I will say will lead into that conversation. Because yeah. um, that's a positive of it. To me, I felt... The biggest downfall of this film was what you just said, how they wanted things to be real. I like enjoyed that. It looked beautiful. Don't get me wrong. The entire film looked beautiful, but this is another kind of give and take a line you're going to toe when you do this. And like it kind of almost like it, this conversation brings the Dumbo comparison more than the Aladdin because if you think of Aladdin I mean you could use Jungle Book too but like Aladdin really the only thing the only two things that were non-human was the tiger and the genie Mm -hmm. and even that like instead of having him well Abu carpet so three things four things Um, but like even with the genie they didn't keep him blue the whole time. Yeah. They were like, hey, we knew we know this is going to be a hurdle that we have to cross. So instead of trying to make him blue and try to be realistic to that, let's make him a human. Let's let's get that out of the way. And yes, that changed the ending and it kind of it, they made it fit with the ending. Mm-hmm. But that was a choice they made. I felt like in this one. They came in and said, we got to make it realistic. And to me, that made it look beautiful, but hurt the film at the same time. Because for me, there were times where the vo- if the voice acting wasn't spot on, and that's why I use like young Simba as a reference, mm-hmm. like Timon and Pumbaa were perfect. Amazing. Donald Glover in this, phenomenal, to where I never thought, oh, with these realistic lions, you lose – because you lose some of the personality in the face because if you think back to the original, they were more humanistic lions. They had eyebrows, the way their faces kind of – Yeah, they made the faces. They made everything. Like Simba doing doing this, it's like a human would do that. Yeah. Even like at the end. Where I got a little upset that we didn't get the kick from Simba, where he tosses Scar. Over. As I was thinking about it, I was like, oh, the reason we saw that in the original and why it made sense is because that w- that's a a person would do that, would push you. Kick him and flip him over yeah. you. Yeah. Where in this one, it would have looked weird to do that. So, like, that's to me where it's like, did it look beautiful? Yes. But there were downfalls to it being realistic to where I wonder if there are movies, Dumbo being another one. They made the change of like, hey, we're not going to have a talking mouse. We're not going to have a talking – well, Dumbo didn't really talk in the original. Um, Talking crows. Exactly. We're not going to have that. We're going to lean in on the people because I now I feel like looking back at Dumbo – they wanted to avoid that, and we're like, hey, we can't sell that. We're in The Lion King. You can't 
do that because none of your characters are human. So, like, that's a part of me that kind of thinks with this, was that a mountain or a hill where it was like, hey, they had to they had to work with what they got. It's not like they could have made them humans. But that to me is something where it's like by going real, all right, you're creating that mountain or that hump that you have to get over. And at sometimes it was just impossible to get over. See, it. I didn't find it that way either. I liked the realism of making the animals the way they are kind of oh, I changed it. the story. And when you say like the only one you had a gripe with necessarily mm-hmm. was because you said Donald Glover was good. Timon and Pumbaa mm-hmm. were good. The only one you really had a gripe with was young Simba and Beyonce and Beyonce. But Those was that because of two. Beyonce? I, I, with her, it was the same thing as J.D. Macari. So maybe it's just those two actors. Maybe um, it's not the realism of the animals. Well, and that's that's the thing I'm saying is because you're – because to me, it's not like, a, oh, my God, there was no realism in the faces, GDFO. It's to me because you are going to lose it by having realistic lions. Mm-hmm. Like it's a fact that you're going to lose it. If you don't have the right person acting and voicing that character, you're not going to get over that hill. And that's what then I that saw com- in this. That comes yeah. down to actors, the not casting. the, the yeah. casting. But, I mean, look at the rest of them. It actually worked wonderfully. Scar mm-hmm. was fantastic. More menacing than before. Shenzi. I mean, with backpedal a little bit. You say more menacing. I just want to, so someone doesn't miss quote that yeah which version did you like better though jeremy irons or i mean they both have their own but if you had wonderful... to pick under your head which one would you pick is like that's the one i'm going with well it's hard to not pick the classic one because it's our childhood yeah but i'm not gonna i'm not gonna go with that one because i would go jeremy irons i would go down. no no gun i'm saying i'm not gonna head, go i'm not gonna go I'm gun picking. to my head let, let him pull the trigger then because i'm not picking because oh, okay. they all had the they both had their own johnny can't make a decision <laughs> Pull the trigger. Go ahead. <laughs> no. Even when I try to get a decision, I yeah, I'm not. It's not happening. You can't force me unless I actually have a decision. Ugh. No, because I like I like both in their own way. I'll be honest. I think mm-hmm. this scar was more menacing than our childhood scar because he was a little bit more. God, like I, he was a complete cock to young Simba. Yeah, I'm also going to, like, for me as a kid, though, absolutely. If there were two people I was absolutely terrified of as kids, there were three. Jafar, Scar, and Cruella DeVille could not, like, Cruella gave me the fucking creeps. But, like, Scar and Jafar, those were the ones where it's like, I don't know, man, maybe as an adult, like, you kind of see through it a little bit. But like I like to me, yes, they're different, and I get the whole art thing of like I don't want to bash one and pit it up against the other. But to me, there's a, there's a king, and that's Jeremy Irons. Not taking anything away from Mordo, who did do a good job mm-hmm. as Scar. But I'm still thinking. To me, mm-hmm. when it comes to do which, okay, I'll, I'll play your game in yeah. this way. Which one do I like better? And don't take it as mm-hmm. um, I, that's you just prove my yeah. point type thing. I liked his better because a lot of it's childhood. Mor- I like the uh, irons or mortar irons. Okay, because 
A, we got the song and it's childhood shit. But the other one, I still say Mordo's Scar was more menacing of a character than Iron. I'm just happy you made Irons. a decision. I'll be honest. I'm happy you just made But don't a take it as pro, uh, point proven oh, type thing. I'm, I'm just saying now. I'm not trying to say it as like, I didn't want you to, like, it wasn't like a you have to pick Irons. I just wanted you to make a decision. Yeah. I didn't even care if you picked... This one, I just wanted no, but I'm saying what well, my point made. that I was trying to say is mm-hmm. I feel like his is more menacing than our original scar because the back, the step, the backstabbing was more more prominent. The um, what you said, it's a different scar, it's a different scar, yeah, it's a and that's the whole thing is it's a different scar, so that's why each their own, like. Each is their own, but you can still have a favorite. Of yeah, which one. I mean, it's and I just didn't w- more Shakespearean. I was just yeah. trying to get my point across of like, yeah. to me, he was more menacing than the childhood one. I also didn't want someone to confuse more menacing with oh. He's saying that one's better than Jeremy Irons. I'm not saying it's better. Yeah. I'm just trying to say that I found him to be more menacing of a character mm-hmm. in this one than the Jeremy Irons one because mm-hmm. of the way he went about um, uh, uh, manipulating yeah. Simba twice, well, killing Mufasa. Well, and... that's like one of the scenes that they did add that some people didn't like. Mm-hmm. I actually thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, was the scene where, like, because in the original, we didn't really see Nala leave Pride Rock. Yeah. We just, she just showed up with Simba, Timon, and Pumbaa. I actually enjoyed that scene yeah, they put in. Yeah, showing her escaping create Pride Create a little bit of tension. Like, make that scar, or this scar, I should say, make him a little bit more, like, give him a moment of, like, where he's scary. In a way, where it's like with Nala, of course, dumb dumb head over here. I should have known she gets away, but there were parts of me where it's like I felt like in the theater, holy shit, is she gonna get away? Are they gonna are they gonna find her? Like, is basically they gonna find her? He beats her up and then she escapes. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't know what they were gonna go with that scene to where I almost was like, oh my god, is she gonna get found? And then. Zazu comes in to save the day, and boom, that's how she's able to move on. I actually like that scene yeah, that they no, had. I agree. In. I mean, but it, at the same time, like said, Beyonce didn't have to do much for that one. No, she didn't. It was all mm-hmm. the CGI. There was no. But no, you're right. That scene mm-hmm. did make him even scarier yeah. than before because it's like he, like it, the thing he always said to Simba. Well, you better might want to stay downwind. Mm-hmm. Which is like that came back in my head as soon as he was like, like almost finding her. Mm-hmm. Oh, when he said that when he was hunting the beetle. Yeah. Okay. Because so that, that kind of can get the whiff of your prey. Yeah. Per se, or mm-hmm. like if you don't, if you aren't downwind, the your uh, prey will find you mm-hmm. or tell you're there. So it's like he's yeah. like sniffing around, mm-hmm. and then the hyenas come around. It's like. No, that's not what I smell, though. Mm-hmm. And then he starts climbing up on that rock slowly. Mm-hmm. And then Zazu comes to save the day. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, no, that scene made him even more scary, like you said. Another thing, and this is the last thing I think I'm going to bring up about the realism. Yeah. For example, one thing I th- I think that didn't hit, it didn't hit in the remake like it did in the original because of the realism. Mm-hmm. 
for me was I can't wait to be king. And the reason why I say that is the best thing about I can't wait to be king is the vibrant colors you get. You get, of course, it's like there's parts where it's like Simba's on top of giraffe heads and he's on elephants and like just the bouncing around and stuff. Even like the one where it's like he puts his head through the leaves and it creates the mane. There was a part of me just watching I Can't Wait to Be King and the singing and the performance of the song were good, if not great. But I just, I feel like the way, they had to do it the way they shot it Mm -hmm. because of the realism aspect. But me sitting there, I I was just thinking to myself, and I'm just going through my head going, I'm just not getting the same feel, the same impact that I did from the original. See, my thought, not 100% disagreeing mm-hmm. with you because they could have choreographed it differently. Because like when I'm looking at elephant's legs and zebra's legs, that doesn't do anything for me. Like I get that Simba and Nala are smaller than all of them, but really you're just showing me the legs of all the other animals. Like it didn't... It didn't do it. It didn't tickle my fancy per se. Yeah, but um, no, I got you. Um, what I'm sort of trying to say is like the realism to me isn't hundred percent the problem. Yeah, it takes away from like mm-hmm. what you got is when we were children. They still could have like choreographed it differently to play into that. Like they could have had the scene where, like maybe it's not like leaves and mm-hmm. like that, but maybe it's like a small bush he sticks his head through and gets the main main mm-hmm. stuff like that and they could have choreographed the animals moving around differently mm-hmm. was some of it nice yeah you got um some of the stuff was kind of cool to see differently but yeah no i agree with you it, it, i think to me had they choreographed the animals movements differently mm-hmm. it could have been like hey that's sort of like the childhood and it's still we kept our real animal realism because mm-hmm. to me the entire movie i see the movie in two parts mm-hmm. i see Basically, from the gorge, everything up until the gorge scene, and then the gorge scene, gorge scene on. And for me, everything up until the gorge scene, were there good things? Yes. Were there bad things? Yes. It was kind of like a, if that would have continued, I actually had a thought before the gorge scene of like, all right, this is kind of like a 2.5 to a 3 right now, like... It's hitting some points. There's some good things, but man, I'm not feeling quite a like quite a bit of stuff. Then the gorge scene happens, which I just want to isolate that one for a second. Where to see Mufasa die again? I know there's other people out there that are like, "Oh, when he fell back, he kind of flailed around and it didn't look right." Disregarding that. It looked fine to me. He felt like a lion would have. It felt fine to me. It was still impactful. The thing I loved the most about it, and thank you, Favreau, for doing this, Mm -hmm. is this is one of the scenes where it's like I was perfectly okay being it shot for shot and seeing the realistic Simba with the zoom out that they did to me was awesome. Where it's like you see Simba standing there and then the zoom out that they had the camera do. Mm -hmm. And then they played it again later. And even when I played it again later, I'm like, oh, man, that is just some some fancy camera work. 
to get that, to be like that, basically, for that. I just love that entire scene. What a little gurgle. My, my voice had a little frog there. A little frog came Her along. little gurgle. Um, King of the jungle. He wanted to be a part of everything. Sure, why not? But I didn't have any problems with the gorge scene. I don't know about you. If you no. loved parts, if there was something I didn't mention in that. No, I think they hit it. Like, there, there are a few of them that they hit, like, perfectly, s- perfectly scene for scene. Mm. That would be one of them. And I was fine with them. Like, hey, if you want to do it, like, scene for scene, mm-hmm. do it that way. Which yeah. that was one of them. The other one was the intro. The Circle of Life. Circle of Life. They did that scene for scene. Mm-hmm. And I loved it. Here's I got nervous for like a second when there was a pause while the sun was coming up. I'm yeah. Like, are they not doing it? Mm-hmm. Not doing it. Ah, it's the I'm like, oh, thank God. They were going to do it. Like, like, just hoping. And like, and then they did that one shot for shot. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful. I The beginning was awesome. Like, yeah. The colors weren't as exact. But it wasn't something where I wasn't like, expecting yeah. colors to be exact. Really, the only one in the beginning that was like, uh, the it didn't hit the same. Like I said, was I can't wait to be king. Basically, everything after the gourd scene, mm-hmm. though, beautiful. Yeah. Like Timon and Pumbaa. Can we just say, like, I am almost spoiler alert here. I've still got to think about it in my head. Um, I'm almost going to give a duo for my show stealer. Um, Seth Rogen and Billy um, Eichner, where it's like... I think it's Eichner, but yeah. Eichner? Um, I think so. Eichner was, I'll be honest, his Timon a little bit of a dick at times. A little bit um, of a dick. But it fit. Like, the Seth Rogen Pumbaa was perfect. Yeah. Per- and they, how they played off of each other, like, they, they were basically the Will Smith of this movie. Both of them together were the Will Smith. Did they deliver the lines exactly like Billy Crystal did? Absolutely not. No. But how they delivered them were beautiful. Like in Hakuna Matata, where Seth Rogen's basically like, and I just farted, you're going to stop me here? No, no you're you disgusting. disgust me. Basically, it's like, yes. Like, the way they delivered things. And Timon. That was almost like, a, hey, you, got, you guys aren't kids anymore. Exactly. Or like even at the beginning of Hakuna Matata where they're like, Hakuna Matata. And he's like, Hakuna Mawata? Well, really? Like you never heard of Hakuna Matata? And Pumbaa, he goes, usually we get a bigger pop when we say Hakuna we get a Matata. Bigger, we get a bigger clap than that. Yeah. Basically playing into the breaking the fourth wall of yeah. like, you guys know They did this. a few times because they did at the end of Hakuna Matata. They did. With the, oh, he's riffing here. Wonderful. Which Donald Glover... Can I just say, as soon as, like, as soon as he bursted out as Simba, I was like, that's fucking Simba. That is, that is where to go. Oh, no, he played Simba, adult Simba to a T. He is the, like, the perfect Simba to me. Mm -hmm. Like, the way, like, pretty much it's his singing that takes the cake. Yeah. But the end of Akuna Matata, where he's like, oh, come on. I'm really like, I'm feeling it. Uh, and he just was able to bring, he brought a little bit of silliness that we've like seen in, I think it's Community. I always get that in Never Parks and Rec. It, honestly. Um, a little bit of silliness from there. He's got the seri- seriousness or seriousness that he gets from like Atlanta when he was in um, Spider Man Homecoming. Um, and he just mixes it all together into a beautiful just performance as Simba 
The only thing second half, because I this is the probably the last negative thing I'm gonna say. It's not super negative. Some people hate it. I was kind of like a yeah, I would have liked it the other way, but I understand what they were doing. Did it upset you at all? That can you feel the love tonight was not at night. No. It was during the day. I didn't care. Yeah. To me, I was like, mm, I'd rather have had it during the night, but I understand why they might have done it during the day because depending on the how they're doing the realness of the Lions, they might have said, hey, they might have gone, hey, we looked at it with the night filter and it might have taken away some like of the... Of the look of things, where it might have looked too dark to where they might have just been like, fuck it, who gives a shit, we're just going to do it in the day leading up to dusk. Yeah. I was fine with that. I would have liked it at it night. It didn't bother but me. I didn't think that was that big a deal. So it's, a mi- it's a minor negative to just, eh, in my mind, of like, I would have liked it the other way, not mad that they did it um, the way they did. The other thing that people have been ragging about, so I'm going to bring it up so Mm -hmm. we can discuss it. Two things that kind of go into one. Number one, what did you think of the whole, uh, the lion's hair that got taken by the bird, then went to the nest and fell on the ground and fell on a leaf, and then the giraffe ate it, and then I made a joke about how that's going to become poop, and then it did become poop, and the beetle was rolling with it, and then it broke open, and it floated through, and then Rafiki got it. That's a cool way to show a bunch of different animals from that era, but it's a little long-winded. Circle of life. That's what they show. I know. (laughs) It's just a little long. Or is it a line? It's not a circle. It's a line. Okay, there might be a curve to that line. (laughs) Because it's basically the hair started here. It ended here. With Rafiki. That That was a line. That was not a circle. It didn't come back to Simba. Not yet. It didn't come back to Simba. Kidding. But yeah. um, okay, there might be a curve to that line. A curve to that line. Um, but did you hate that? Did you think that? Because that was something added in. It is a little long-winded, but it didn't mm-hmm. bother me. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. It was cool to see like like them to in, not introduce, but show like more of the animals that are in Africa and stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. we didn't get the beetle before that. We didn't get those, yeah. those birds before that. We got some birds, but... It was, to me, to show off the realism. Like, hey, look at our realism. Real and also kind of like, it, it kind of did kind of show a circle of life. Mm-hmm. There, uh, Go ahead. How, like, it, how not necessarily a circle of life, but how mm. everything's connected. Yeah. So the bird took the hair, like put it in the nest. Like what Mufasa another, was telling Simba. Yeah, and then the, 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 the other one dumped it out of the nest. The... Um, Giraffe ended up eating the the hair that accidentally floated onto the leaf, which mm. pooped it out, which went into the dung beetle's ball, which broke yeah. apart, blew into the wind. There was something else in between. I feel like it flew over by Rafiki's tree where an ant picked it up, mm-hmm. was bringing that's it right. up to the ant colony, and, and that's, that's how Rafiki got the hair. That's and it's right. like, okay, it kind of shows how, not necessarily circle of life, but how everything's connected. Mm-hmm. The other thing that I didn't think about this until I watched some of the reviews. Mm-hmm. And there was one review I watched where they said the one thing that they were upset that they took out of the film that I didn't even realize they took out. And now afterwards, I'm like, you know what? A, I understand why they took it out. Mm-hmm. It's because of the realism. Um, but B, I was like, damn, that scene wasn't there. And it's a really good scene from the original. When... 
before Simba sees the vision of Mufasa in the sky when he meets Rafiki um, as older Simba, mm-hmm. there's a part in the original where Rafiki takes the staff and hits Simba in the head with it. Oh, yeah. And then he goes to do it a second time and Simba dodges him. And he goes, see, I didn't hit you this time because you learned from the first time. And basically, like, telling Simba, like, basically, you can learn. Like, the same thing doesn't happen over and over. Mm. You learn from the past. And that was taken out entirely. I understand I'm using the realism as why, because it it would have felt weird seeing a realistic baboon hit a realistic lion on the head. And then how do you realistically have the lion dodge? Like, that was... That falls into the category of the animated one was more humanistic, where this one is more real-life animals. Um, But leading into the thing that I wasn't mad at it, but part of me was like, this was a part where I was like, I'm just going to watch the original because it hits better. Um, The Mufasa in the Sky. Where I get it, it looked real, especially with the thunder. And then, like, when when Mm. you saw the thunder and lightning, you saw, like, the eyes and the nose for a second. But there was a part of me that was like, I know what you're trying to do. You don't have to give me the full shape of Mufasa like you did. But, like, could you give me more of a shape of Mufasa, please? Like... Mm -hmm. That was one where I was like, all right, you're going a little bit too far. Yeah, no, I with agree with you realism. on that. They could have made the clouds still mm-hmm. look like Mufasa. Are you trying to look up a baboon hitting Actually, a... no, because I knew that was a picture. <laughs> Are you I'm trying show to you find real quick, a... the second one, but when I click on it, it mm-hmm. takes me to a different picture. Yeah. But that second so one there in is the lineup. A, there there's... is a baboon hitting a line with a stick. Yeah, no, there is. <laughs> There, I knew it was a picture. I just want I had to find it. There's a baboon hitting a lion with a stick. Um, not impossible. But not the same way that the Lion King would have done. Um, and then the ending was pretty much the Lion King from there on out. Like, yeah. the only thing they added in, the only thing they added in was they added in two things, changed one thing. So... Um, when Nala and Simba ran back to Pride Rock, they added in a, Be- a Beyonce song. Yeah. Um, a Beyonce. A Beyonce, the Queen Bay. Um, but basically then, one of the better changes they made was the Timon and Pumbaa distraction of Be Our Guest. Instead of the... Uh, the, the Luau? Tiki, yeah, the Tiki Room Luau that plays at either Disneyland or Disney World in the uh, Tiki Room. Um... And then the I last one plays in the Tiki Room in Disney World. That's Florida, right? Yeah, because Christy, of, it's Chris, one of them. My sister went there, and yeah. she said or they just it played used it. To. Maybe it used to because mm-hmm. what uh, she said is they went into the Tiki Room. Mm-hmm. It just plays that Tiki Room song in the Tiki 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 Room. Tiki Tiki Tiki. I don't want to keep singing it. Mm-hmm. So I mean, unless they didn't stay in long enough, I don't know. But she said they went in there, and they that's the song that was played in there. Yeah, because it's the Hawaiian war chant um, is what it is. Um, I got it right here. So 
the Walt Disney Enchanted Tiki Room. The song appears in Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room, a Disney theme park attraction. Um, first appeared in Disneyland mm. in 1963, um, as well as the Magic Kingdom in 1971 and Tokyo Disneyland in 1983. Yeah, so that's a Disneyland thing, not a Disney World thing. That's California, right? Yep. I always get them confused, so I'm going to keep asking no matter how many times someone tells me. Yeah. So it's in the Tiki Room in California. Yeah. Is the one. That so that's there. why, because the Tiki Room mm-hmm. my sister went to, which was in Florida, it's just played tiki the Tiki Room, room song. song. Yeah. Um, And then the only other thing they changed was the, instead of, you just call me a pig? Oh, don't call him a pig. You call me a pig? That's Mr. Or they call me Mr. Pig. Instead, it was more of like, I actually get it. Like, I like this version yeah. for this film. Why not? Because the time of era that we're in, where like there's body shaming going around yeah. left and right. Look at the YouTube comment sections. Um, where basically it's just, hey, you know what? It's a funny thing to change. Because. This Pumbaa wasn't the same as the old Pumbaa, yeah. where he wouldn't have been upset um, that they called them pig. Uh, but everything else from there on out, look same the, as the original. Look at the f- plump, fat pig. Yeah. You call me fat? You call me pig? You call me a pig? No, this um, one is like, yeah. you call me fat? It was chubby. Chubby, that's right. Mm-hmm. The chubby. I will not be shamed. Um, did you call me chubby? Oh, no. They Did, did they call me chubby? <laughs> Anything here at the end that you think needs to be bullet pointed, needed to be highlighted? Not really. You got like you hit the points that like they it's, change because if you don't realize mm-hmm. that this is the Lion King movie, then at this point, if you don't realize you're seeing the Lion King, I can't help you. I don't know what to tell you. Mm-hmm. Just I I thought I maybe had some quip. I don't even have a quip for them that right now. Yeah, I just with me the ending was the ending and. Like I said, I wanted to see the flip of Scar, um, but I understand now after thinking about it, I'm like, you know what? It's because they're not as humanistic as the animated movie that we didn't get that. So we are going to go into our ending part where if you're new to a review here on the Rick and Johnny podcast, we give a show stealer or basically MVP's MVP of the movie and then we give our rating. Johnny, I am going to go for you first. Mm-hmm. Who is your show stealer for The Lion King 2019? Uh, if I can find where the actors are at, because I somehow got off of that page. Do you have um, Do you have our uh, Google thing open still? Uh, I have a Google thing open. So you don't have our outline open anymore? I have our outline, yeah. Okay. I'm going to put it in our outline under Lion King for you. Okay. So right... There. Yeah, it's not. There it is. No, I have. What? I don't need that. Oh. What do, that I don't need it didn't YouTube copy, link. It didn't copy what I wanted to. to. <laughs> I don't need a YouTube link. I don't even know what it linked you to. I don't know there either. There you go. There's the IMDb. Oh, I know. I have it. I oh, just okay. got off the page for some reason. Because it, it, I got off. I thought you, it's, like, needed it. No, it shot okay. all the way to the top for some I reason. Like, I was like, there you go. So I'm going to go are. with, um, and I know I'm going to fuck his name up. You're going with Scar. I am going to go with Scar. Uh, Chit's wet... <laughs> Wedel. I think it's Chiwetel Ojifor. Ojifor? Yeah. yeah. Modor. Yeah, Modor from Doctor Strange. I'm sorry. I I apologize. I cannot pronounce his every, name. Every other review is the same thing. 
butcher the name Mordo from Doctor Strange. And to be honest, you know what? If someone wants to phonetically mm-hmm. put it in the comments below, I would appreciate there, that there so I can one, learn to say his name right. There was one review I watched where the guy goes, oh, no, Idris Elba. And they're like, nope, that's not Idris Elba. You sure it's not Idris Elba? And he goes, oh, that's right. He was Shere Khan in uh, the original Jungle Which is Book. funny. You and I were talking about that. Yeah, which Idris Elba. It blew your he, mind on a Well, if you haven't Friday. seen Cats, the trailer for Cats, Idris Elba is usually a villain. Yeah, I mean, if it's a cat-related movie with Aegis Alba, he's the villain. Even Fast and the Furious, he's, he's Black Superman. Yeah, I know. He's becoming a villain um, role now. For me, I want to ask you a rule. Okay. We, I don't think we've done this. So, can I give it to a duo, or do I have to pick one? Oh, God. Um... Am I allowed to pick a duo, or do I have to settle on one? I think actor? I would allow the duo f- this time, but I don't think you're going to be able to get them in the running in the 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 January show. We'll see. Like here's here's my here's my choice. Yeah. Can I can I put this stipulation? The MVP I want to do is Seth Rogen and Billy Eichner. Okay. But Seth Rogen is the one whose name gets put in to the end of the year award show. Then I'll take it because okay. it's so uh, it's the I'll take it because that I mean if it's like Seth Rogen is the true MVP. But let's put it this way, if like Billy Eichner gets in another movie, this doesn't count towards his running in the No. No. But I just You have to pick a name to be the main runner and then you can have but I'll let you have both. Okay. That so, sound fair? Yeah. So this cuz this one's a duo to me where it's like I mean, it is Timon and Pumbaa. It's Seth, an iconic duo. Seth Rogen was good. And in my mind, here's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Timon and Pumbaa, Donald Glover, or John Oliver. Like, those were the three that I was looking towards. And for me, like, it's like the tweet I sent out after we saw it, the immediate takeaways. Donald Glover was perfect as Simba. Seth Rogen was amazing as Pumbaa. Timon and Pumbaa were fire. So that's why it's like Seth Rogen's going to be my main one here. Yeah. But this one, like, they're a duo. You don't get one without the other. Yeah. No, I'm agreeing with you on that. Just as You got your lions crossed. As long as you uh, agree with the stipulation that, like, if Billy Eichner gets voted for something else, this doesn't count towards his running. Yes, I agree. I I am fine with that. Okay. Um, What about your rating? What are you going to give it? I'm going (sighs) to... You're not going to like me, I feel like, if I say this one. But you give it a five, aren't you? <laughs> um, I'm thinking about giving it... Uh, I'll a, ask you this. Out of how many, I'm just trying to think of how what I just had in Bef- mind. Before you give it, I want to ask this. Hmm. Was it better or worse than Aladdin? I liked it about the same, honestly. Exactly the same. No difference. Not really. Was it better or worse than Dumbo? Better. Okay. So I know what you're going to give it, but go ahead. Um, I just, I had in my mind out of how many, oh, we always, I think we've been lately forgetting to do this, so uh-huh. out of, I'm going to just, um, oh, out of five what? grubs, you know, the, the cream yeah. filled kind. The cream filled, the, the ones that got the cream filled. Yeah. The Boston cream grubs. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to play into the line, but you just kind of uh, uh-huh. stabbed yeah. it in the I stomach. Like, I like donuts. You kind of like you kind of stabbed that. Yeah, got to get that cream all over. Ew, that's <laughs> not what I meant. Go ahead. <laughs> um, 
I'm gonna give it a five. I, I am gonna give it a five out of five. I, knew- I was thinking about giving it a four point five, but like you know what? There's no gripes really for me that I, were heavy enough for me to say I didn't like it enough. Your, your rating is your rating, but I I'm just stating why. Disagree. Like, yeah, you can disagree all you want. I'm not gonna vehemently. Uh, I'm, I'm saying that word wrong. Um, the oh fuck, I can't say the word. Not Vietnamese. Um, yeah, I was gonna say. Um, basically, it's I. I can't agree with that. No, like there is no, there is a strong feeling of disagreeance. Okay. From me with that. And the reason why is I asked, the reason why I asked, was it better or worse than Aladdin Mm -hmm. was I was expecting you to say it. Aladdin was better than the Lion King because it was, um, in your opinion. No, I'm just saying it was because I was expecting like a, okay, it was better than that, so he'll give it like a four out of five or a four point five out of five. After you said it was about the same, I'm like, well, he's giving it a five because he gave Aladdin a five. I did. No, for me, I'm gonna be realistic here. I'm gonna give it a three point five. Um, was it terrible? No. Was the original better? Yes. Um, and the thing I use Aladdin as the benchmark, and the reason why I do that is so after we saw Aladdin. I was super hyped for The Lion King because I'm like, I loved what they did with Aladdin. Can't wait to see what they do with The Lion King. The Lion King, to me, missed on some marks overall, where if you're looking for a shot-for-shot remake, you left this happy. But for me, it's like after what Disney did with Aladdin, I thought that some of the characters, like, for example, with... Genie. Mm-hmm. Look what they did with Friend Like Me. They changed the lyrics. If you wanted Be Prepared to be in here, you could have changed the lyrics. Nobody was going to get mad at you. Like, if it's got the same kind of emotion behind it, the same message, nobody got mad that Will Smith changed a couple lines and said things a couple different things different than Robert Williams. Robin. I feel- Robin, um, I feel like basically Robin will or genie to genie and scar to scar are in the same boat. They both have iconic people playing them. Now mm-hmm. it helps that in my mind, it helps that Jeremy Irons is still alive because I feel that like Robin Williams not being here kind of plays into that also. Like it kind of cements it as like we will never get that performance where Jeremy Irons, we could possibly get another performance in anything like a comic-con panel mm-hmm. or something um so that's number one where i just they could have changed things like that but also there was nothing really new that rocked my socks like in aladdin speechless was amazing and that was something that i wasn't expecting and it blew me away where i just i feel like You've got someone like Beyonce, and the thing you do is you add a scene of her character sneaking out where you didn't need, like, that just, to me, if you're going to add an extra scene with Nala, is a waste of Beyonce. That you added a scene where you barely needed the actress in it. So, like, that's why to me where it's like, it's not a bad movie. Like, 2.5, if I would have given it a 2.5... That would have been a bad movie in my mind. Um, 
But there were things about it that could have been better to where I wanted it to be a four, but it just missed the mark on some things, and that's why I knocked it down from four to 3.5. See, I don't get where you're saying it's a waste of Nala when it's a scene that makes sense that she couldn't talk. No, no, no. It makes sense. Yeah. But what I'm saying is you cast someone like Beyonce mm-hmm. as Nala. Okay. I would think that if I'm going to cast someone like Beyonce, if I'm going to add a scene for Nala, I'm going to try to add a scene that uses Beyonce's talents. Otherwise, it's we just cast it. But because here's a problem, and this is a problem with The Lion King in general, like remake, non-remake, they both have the same problem. If I cast someone for Simba, you're casting somebody for half a movie. Like, that is a, yet again, another hurdle you have to get over. Where, like, Donald Glover, you casted him as Simba, but really, like, if you looked at how much time, and I actually, the run times would be interesting, I think think we see young Simba more than old Simba. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, there's that, too, of, like, who you cast for Nala, who you cast for Simba, you don't see a ton of them. So that plays into it also. With me, I just, I'm coming at it from a get your money's worth. And if I'm going to spend the big bucks to get Beyonce, I'm going to make sure that I'm fucking using that money. I mean, they got her for the main reason they want her, and that was um, the duet. I mean, to me, me, and this also could play into the review as well Mm -hmm. of the score, there are other if that's all you were worried about, there are other actresses that could have nailed Can You Feel the Love Tonight and done a better job acting than Beyonce. Maybe I just don't, yeah, I don't know who else all also, oh, yeah, I don't know who also auditioned for it, yeah. And that's so. one thing of like comparing the two, Aladdin was a way better remake than The Lion King, and that's why I played in. Um, Aladdin 4.5, Lion King's going to get a 3.5 from me. Any final thoughts before we close up show? No. I think this was one of the first reviews where we've been on separate sides. Mm-hmm. The separate, whole time. Separate sides of a non-shitty movie. Because Dark Phoenix was a thing in its own. Um, but, like, usually it's like, oh, well, we kind of agree about this, for me agree on, about that. For me on that, was uh, <laughs> it was all done. It's all over. <laughs> yeah. It can't you, hurt you anymore. You didn't care. I didn't care. You you were like that guy that like quits the job and it's like, I don't care about these two weeks. Do whatever you want. I don't give a shit. I'm yeah. out of here anyways. Um, like like the teacher that's like, fuck it. I'm leaving anyways. Last, re- burn the last room week down. of senior year. Yeah. Burn the room down. I don't care. How much shit's um, going on. But this is where you guys come in. Let us know what you think down below in that comment section. What did you think of The Lion King? Did you like it? Not like it? Are you on the side of Johnny? Is it a five? Are you on the side of me? Is it more of a 3.5? Are you in the middle? Let us know what you think down below in the comment section. Also, the question that I asked at the beginning, with a Disney remake, what are you looking for when it comes to a Disney remake? Because, Johnny, I was looking this up um, earlier today, Mm -hmm. and there was an article that I looked at that basically the ones that we have coming up from Disney, Little Mermaid, 
There's going to be a Mulan one. We already got the trailer for that. Mm-hmm. Um, Sword in the Stone has been thrown oh, I forgot out about there. That. Um, there's also... Heard talks of Treasure Planet. I didn't see that one. But Heard that talks one, of it. That one would be fucking cool. Right. Um, future remakes. It would help if I put Disney in there. Um, so the ones here... Um, here we go. All upcoming remakes for Disney. Um, and this kind of plays into it. Lion King, we got Maleficent's going to be this year, but we've got Mulan coming in 2020, Hunchback of Notre Dame, Lilo and Stitch, Pinocchio, Lilo and Stitch, Cruella huh? Deville, um, Little Mermaid, Snow White, Rose, which I feel like that one's on the Rose Red, um, kind of train, which is the sister um to snow white peter pan tinkerbell um prince charming movie Hmm. um so when you're thinking about these upcoming i want to know are you looking for shot for shot remakes do you want them to change things what do you look for from a remake in these disney movies um also make sure to Check us out on Patreon, patreon.com backslash most valuable podcast. You want to help us support or support our podcasting, help us get a new studio. That is where you do it. We're trying to get a new studio desperately um, for you guys to make these videos and podcasts even better. Um, but thank you guys for watching. Let us know what you think down below. And as always, have a good day, everybody. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.